Verbal Discharge. The world's third to best radio show. Not about squids. Every Thursday on Phantom Radio. Catch up at verbaldischarge.co.uk. Oh. Oh, that sounds beautiful. That sounds like better people than are actually going to be doing the rest of the show. <laughs> what, the people that recorded the jingle? Tom and Natalie, yeah. They do have You know nice their names. Voice. I know their names. I've corresponded with Tom personally. How, how is he in real life? I've always wondered. He's, he's, he's okay. He's, um, he's fine. Is he just what's, a disembodied voice? What's Natalie actually like? I don't know. I just know a name. Oh. I got to choose from a list of names as to who we wanted to do the jingle. Well, and I went for Natalie. Were there other options other than, what was his name, Troy and Natalie? Tom. Troy. Tom. <laughs> Troy. <laughs> Tom runs the company, and yet he's, yeah, he's one of the like, five male voices you can choose from. So imagine anyone that orders jingles from them and doesn't order Tom's voice. Tom probably gets pretty upset about that. Oh, and we don't want to hurt Tom's feelings. No. I mean, but I almost went for Philippa, and then I went for Natalie in the end. But do you know whose feelings we are going to hurt? People who are expecting to listen to us live this week. Yeah. yeah. Because, oh, oh. You know how these things are. Student media never f- works out quite the way that it should. <laughs> oh, it just never works. <laughs> no, um, I, f- I feel thoroughly disappointed, but it's, it's out of our hands. It is. Um, the reason why you are hearing this, listeners, as a podcast and not as an actual live broadcast is because there's, there's some sort of server problem. There's, yeah. there's computer errors, and I've been assured that the finest tech wizards in the land are working <laughs> on this problem as we speak. And hopefully, next week, we'll be actually live. Fingers crossed. Mm. Fingers crossed. And we'll see, see how that goes. And if you want to listen to us next week when we're live, we will be on Thursday afternoon, 5 till 7, on Phantom Radio. Just like the jingle said. Just like the jingle Catch said. up on verbaldischarge.co.uk at verbdisradio on Twitter. I feel this announcement needed more tension. <laughs> Jordan, could you repeat that? As Cat- though as though the world hinged on it. As though the world hinged on it. Hmm. Breaking news. You can catch up with us <laughs> on verbaldischarge.co.uk or our Twitter handle at verbdisradio. <laughs> Or things at things at verbal discharge. Co.uk. Come, Come on, you Come on Jordan, gonna, you're doing so well. I'm going to be honest. I'm going I'm to cut that bed right there. You, you, <laughs> lost, you lost me there, Jordan. I forgot the email address. But I, then I again, have we had any emails? Does anybody love us enough to have emails? <laughs> what do you mean? Well, no, no emails we can reasonably read. I mean, in comparison to the thousands of fan letters we've been receiving. Oh yes. Always. The thing is, they don't even know our addresses. We never give them out, yet we keep getting them. So many, just pouring through the door. Every single day, the postman turns up with his fleet of lorries <laughs> saying, I've, I've got all these letters for you, and I'm saying, well, I'll just, I'm just going to have to chuck them on the fire. You know that bit in the first Harry Potter where letters are just bursting through the windows, the doors, mm. every all of the house's orifices? It's a familiar to, scene, yeah. Yeah. Persona for five. Persona for five. Good. Well, it's a it's a pretty solid start to this week's show. Um, my name is Roberto, and I am. Oh God, I should have thought of something to say. The thing that. is, I edited the last one on a train, and I thought, well, if I wasn't on a train editing the last one, do you know what? This isn't even interesting. <laughs> um, I'm going to stop talking. Uh, I am James. I also have a vaguely Spanish-sounding name, if you pronounce it that way. I am Giordano. (laughs) (laughs) And I am in incredible pain. 
Oh yeah, this this is worth mentioning because of is, course is it they, worth mentioning. Yeah, well, can we just leave it at that? I'm an incredible painter. No, just carry no, on. No, 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 because the audience can't see your deformed face. So. A deformed face. <laughs> it's not that bad. It isn't. It is. no, 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 it really is. It really is. It's terrible. It really is quite hard to look at you. <laughs> <laughs> just as well we're on radio. Or no. I have a face for radio. It's okay. Um, I have an eyelid cyst. That's fun. And what what's one of them, Jordan? Why why don't you tell us? Tell us what your doctor told you. <laughs> it's a gungy pussy lump in uh, my eyelid, and it makes my eyelid swell. Okay. And what? I'm supposed to put hot towels on it. I don't I don't understand how this is interesting radio though. Entire towels. In an entire towel. He didn't say. I I, I, was, I was, he was like I've been using ice, and he says no ice is bad. Which is what you've not been told your entire childhood is if, if you have anything that's swelling, but ice on it. Now, when you say you went to a doctor, this wasn't, this wasn't just some stray drunkard, was it? No, no, no. Trust me, fella, you want to put some hot water on that? It'll sort it right out. No, but, um, yeah, yeah, but he did check my prostate. Were his hands on your shoulders? Yeah. No, so. no, no, no. I don't know where I was going with that one. <laughs> Prostate examination. Get it checked. <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 w- when people finish this episode, that's the message I want them to go home with. I want them to think, you know what? I should check my prostate. And if you don't have one, find somebody else's to check. <laughs> mm-hmm. We're all in this together. Help us check our prostates. Verbal discharge. Verbal discharge. And we're back. Ah! Ah! Live in the studio, but not live, because we're not live, (laughs) and I keep forgetting we're not live. Famously, notably, not live. There's a distinct absence of liveness. There's also this thing that happens. Whenever you hear a start like that, that means that no one's got anything prepared right now for this link. You see, it's thanks for pointing that I'm out. I'm just, I'm just yeah. saying this because that's what I would think if I was listening to yeah, this, make... which I will tomorrow. I mean, it's it's interesting. I think when you listen to our show, because I think once you're, as soon as you're aware of the way that we actually structure things and the way that we, as makers and hosts <laughs> and whatever we are to the show, as soon as you know how we do it, you can hear all of that hmm. in the show. And in order to ruin a bit more of the uh, the magic for you, dear listener. Um, if we ever have something to say or do, one of whoever's brought it in will just launch into it. Yeah. So like Robbie mm. says, when you hear Jordan just b- begin a link by just saying a series of words that don't really lead anywhere, <laughs> that means we have nothing. And we're just hoping that whatever we're saying leads somewhere interesting. <laughs> <laughs> my, my case that in point. Was... <laughs> so, Toy Story 4. So, do I start? <laughs> sorry, when you put music on, I'm, I'm not used to having beds. This is a bed. I can sleep in it. Is it I, if only I could sleep in it, yeah. yeah. We were just discussing before before I hit record, and we became instantly less cohesive and less wonderfully entertaining than we were beforehand. Just how tired we all are. Yeah. We are all Which thoroughly, thoroughly sort very of sapped. tired. If you were to think of a man who was too tired to come up with an original way to say he was tired, that would be me. <laughs> I appreciate the imagery there, <laughs> It was... Uh, oh, it's, it's gone. It, was, it's really distracted, isn't it? That was the one thing keeping me awake. This, that is, was, this is why I don't... Uh, I can, I can give you beds. some more backing music if you'd like. Go on. 
Uh, I'm going to go for... Uh, go for the Spanish sounding one. I think we used no. that one up last week. That's not, that's not, See, that's... did we use that one up Yeah, we did, week? we did. In the show? In the show, it did it make the final cut? The Spanish though? one, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I All of the Spanish stuff's this. in there. Oh, I just thought we were messing around with that. The thing it shows, is, that... shows how much <laughs> attention I'm paying to the show. <laughs> if we record for more than 40 minutes, I know full well this will be cut, this moment right here. So, say whatever you like. Um... Thunder Noodle Cunt Socks. <laughs> Is that a superhero? <laughs> Thunder Noodle Cunt Socks. Jordan, I would like you to please explain what a pair of Thunder Noodle Cunt Socks are. They're hallucinatory drugs. They're, it's it's street slang. Do you, what that you you wear? Only the tr- yeah, you wear these socks on your feet, and they get you absolutely c-worded. Because I, I, I can only say it. I can only say it when so I'm they, in the moment. They they take you to SeaWorld, or is this like you could you could get SeaWorlded? They take you, you to SeaWorld, and, and you marvel at how how unethical their treatment of whales is. Yeah, yeah. Look at look like, at, look. There's more water in my cup than there is in this killer whale enclosure. <laughs> 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 to be fair, you are holding a cup the size of the Atlantic Ocean. You know, I do remember when I last went to SeaWorld, wondering how how the whale was going to jump around, given that it was completely landed. <laughs> how it was going to... And also decaying. I and would... also dead. Occasionally, Steve, the 92-year-old janitor, comes over and throws what's remained of his cold tea on it. <laughs> I wondered how it was going to jump around, and then House of Pain walked along and began singing. <laughs> I mean, at least you tried, though. I'm going to kill this bed. It, it, it's really Yeah, I can't, I can't sing music over the top of music. The That's problem, the rules of music. Well, now that we're on the station and things again, there's been a lot of insistence that we use beds. Mm. And I don't know if I'm, like, bucking the chain of command here by just outright stating my sheer refusal to do so. <laughs> oh, that's all right, because they, they distract me. I can't they, think uh, Yeah, I, I really struggle to focus on anything when you've got, like, say, Pop Princess 2 doing this in the fucking air. <laughs> how, how are we meant to do shit with that just kind of blaring it is worth It's worth saying, isn't it, that the powers that be kind of say, you should use beds, it makes you more interesting. The thing is, though, I think... When they say that, a lot of it is down to when you get a lot of people and a lot of people who would host a show on student radio, they're people that... <laughs> and a bed does the job of just filling the space. The, the dead air. So, yeah, so, cool. so that you don't have dead air. Is dead air a movie or is that... No, that's con air. Um, dead, <laughs> dead, no, um, I swear there's a, like a zombie plane film. And if it's not, that should there's be one, zombie radios on a plane. I think, I think you're confusing Dawn of the Dead. Con Air and Air Force One. Snakes on a plane, actually. Snakes on a plane. But like another film. Radio producers, zombies on a plane, dead air. This is a good idea. Should we? Can we make this? Yeah. (laughs) Tomorrow. The the makers of Iron Sky might be livid with us, but uh, yeah, we we can we can do this. Yeah, we can hire a plane. Iron Sky. That sounds like Nazis. Zombies on a plane. Don't 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 tell him. Don't tell him. Where are the Nazis, Jordan? I want you to guess. On a plane. No. No. On a submarine. No. No. Iron, Iron Skies. Iron Sky. Iron Sky. Inside of a, a nuclear missile? No. Can I, Can I? if you're... 
I'll give you one more guess. I want to tell you the tagline of the film, the pitch, the way they pitch the film. Are they just Nazi zombies that are being catapulted? <laughs> if only. No, the film was pitched as, this, this is the tagline. In 1941, the Nazis went to the moon. Now they're coming back. Moon Nazis. <laughs> moon moon Nazis. Nazis. Iron Sky. It's on Netflix. There's a sequel coming out as well. <laughs> it's on Netflix. It's I'll on Netflix. This. It's really good, actually. Moon Nazis, not to be confused with Moomins. It's... What, 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 <laughs> what are Moomins? The Moomins, they were little, like, little hippo creatures, creatures with uh, did, did, the cream. In, in Moomins on the Riviera specifically address the fact that they're not hippos, though, <laughs> on, on the if I'm not mistaken. I think so. I can't remember. I, I, I saw it one morning. Um, I passively enjoyed it. There's there's a really creepy guy in it who sort of goes up to the little girl Moomin. He's probably called Little Girl Moomin because they're all called names like that. And keeps saying, do you want to come to a cocktail party? And she goes, oh, yes, please. Despite the fact she's underage and this guy's really creepy and always showing all of his teeth. I don't just mean the front teeth. I mean all of them, sort of molars and everything. This guy's terrifying. Is this a child's Terrible. program? Yeah. So you're yeah, 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 yeah. Did anyone ever like catch in the night garden? Yeah. Yeah. In yeah, the like, yeah. what a program! How many mushrooms? <laughs> is the question because I don't understand the educational value of it. No, but it is the best work of Derek Jacobi's career. You get that with a lot of, I think, like very sort of early childish sort of um, programs. Like, like, have you ever watched the Teletubbies back as, as yeah. an adult and been remarked by just just the sheer madness of it all? Yeah, it, it's interesting because I think in their effort to keep it appealing to very very young children all they can really do is just throw very pleasant imagery at you with no real plot or structure mm. to it until you get that one episode when the fucking lion comes along and it's the most <laughs> haunting thing you'll see since that time uncle dave came in drunk at the christmas party <laughs> and put his cock in the turkey <laughs> wait oh was, got, that, oh, was that, that just me <laughs> oh no that happened to me except it wasn't dave and it wasn't a turkey <laughs> oh, oh i didn't mean it on that jordan jordan no no I did not mean like that. I just meant substituting for another food, not not any of that stuff. Jeez. It was a meatloaf. Toby Toby's going to be so disappointed with you. For contextual purposes, Jordan's mum's name on Facebook is Toby Toby. Which is the name of his a dog, if I believe correctly. Yeah, well, the dog's not called Toby Toby, he's just called Toby. But right, Well, why Toby Toby? Because, I don't know, it's mysterious. <laughs> it's not mysterious. How clear can you be you're saying your name twice that is the least mysterious <laughs> new toby new toby is a pretty nice dog <laughs> I'm, glad. <laughs> I'm glad you think so jordan uh, what breed is he boston terrier boston terrier excellent it's a fine boston, breed, a fine breed. boston very fine they they consistently slowly choking and strangling themselves to death because of it... their horrible horrible inbreeding what, is what? it oh so it's not a pure blood then um well i don't i don't know how i don't know how dog pure bloodness works because it's not it's not a mongrel you know I don't, I don't, yeah I don't, so I don't, it's I don't, a pedigree it's a pedigree that's the one mm. but pedigrees are not healthy are they no, yeah. no, no, they're not. No. Well, yeah, it depends on they your viewpoint. A lot. If you ever get, if you, um, no, 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 go on. If you're a crufts type, then they're excellent. If you're into your posh doggy goodness, they are the top of the crufts. But James, the literal top dog of the dog world. <laughs> However, um, if you ever see, I know if you get very purebred pugs. Um, they have horrendous, horrendous problems where when they get after a few years old, like their eyes start bulging out. Mm. They encounter a lot of. Um, 
um, sort of problems around their eyes and they get a lot of sort of pus and things building up. Mm. Like also, Jordan today. The, uh, uh, that's funny because Jordan's deformed. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Always I'm, have been. I'm sorry, Jordan. You, you know I think you're beautiful. I could, um, of course I do. That's why I take it all on the chin. You know, or the eyelid. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, that'd be more convenient. But um, I, I know that the, the the one thing that's characteristic with pugs that's well known is their wrinkly little adorable faces. Yeah. Um, if you've got a pug, though, you've got to constantly wash in the wrinkles or they get horrendously infected. They're a really high-maintenance dog <laughs> if you're treating them right. And I, this has got very factual. <laughs> yeah, and coming up so next I... on James Bosson's Dog Facts, we'll be <laughs> assessing the choke collar or no choke collar. <laughs> Which is better? I was expecting for a moment. The reason I left a gap there, the reason I was silent, because I was expecting Peter Purvis to chime in and tell me about like why Rottweilers are the new breed that everyone's enjoying. Well, that's what post-production is for. Am I supposed to edit in a clip of Peter Purvis? Yeah, only if you want to. Yeah, except for the fact they now lose as well. I've just said, and this all becomes. This is very loose, isn't it? This is yeah. this is this is looser than the change in my pocket. So I saw um, I saw The Martian the other day. So did I. Uh, what did you think of it? I really liked it. So did I. Yeah. I I'd give it four stars. I would as well. Oh, uh, brilliant. Ridley Scott's best film in at least ten years. Oh, by quite a margin as well. It, it really, really is. I, I'm not sure if it justified Prometheus. Um, <laughs> I know. I, that's what I thought. I thought this justifies Prometheus. This justifies Exodus, Gods and Kings and whatever nonsense he's cooked up in the mm. last few years. I haven't seen it yet, but does it include anything from the, the Prometheus school of running, where you run in a straight line <laughs> away from something that's falling in a straight line? No. Um, the overwhelming majority of the film, um, not not the overwhelming majority, but great portions of the film are just Matt Damon alone growing potatoes in his own shit. <laughs> but somehow it, it, it is remarkably entertaining. Hmm. Uh, the cast in it as well. It's it, amazing. Oh, it's absolutely sensational. It's, it's, it really is mind-blowing. Um, like, throughout the film, I just kept being staggered mm. by just the odd appearance of people I had no idea were in the film and just pop up. Like, Sean Bean shows up, ah. Don, Donald Glover's in there. It's, it, it's, oh, it's is incredible. Is this a movie where Sean Bean doesn't die? Well, I can't give any spoilers away. Sean Bean dies, yeah. doesn't he? <laughs> My name's Sean Bean, and I'm going to launch bloody rocket if you like it or not, mate. That's, is, that's, that's sort of every line yeah, of dialogue pretty much. he has. He, he's there as the sort of, uh, like, in, in NASA. Yeah. Um, he, he's there he, as the sort of humanitarian point, and he's there to just sound grumpy and northern and be like, ah, oh, my astronauts wouldn't stand for this. <laughs> the other thing is, the role was written as American, and he just refused to do an American accent when they cast him. <laughs> Sean Bean. Why would you want Sean Bean doing an American accent? Why would Sean Bean do any accent other than his own? Exactly. Can he do any accent other than <laughs> no, his own? No. Have no. you ever seen the uh, Sean Bean Bastard compilation? <laughs> I have. The supercut of all the time Sean Bean has said the word bastard on film. It's <laughs> yes. brilliant. It's magical. It's such does, an experience. Does it include TV series? It does. They used it really heavily in Sharp because it was the the I think I think sort of the heaviest swear word they could get away with. Mm. So there was an awful lot of like, oh, there's a French bastard in these hills and whenever he says bastard he really really throws that b at you it's not bastard it's bastard <laughs> there's this really good bit in it where um someone says to him you're quite a peculiar fellow and sean bean turns to him and says and you're a fat bastard <laughs> <laughs> i imagine that's how every conversation with sean bean goes down <laughs> he will just quickly turn it around to questioning the legitimacy of your birth did you ever see a few years ago when um someone stabbed him outside a, outside a pub 
Yes. Did he someone yes. someone like, stabbed him outside a pub. He knocked them out, yeah. went back in, and finished his drink <laughs> yeah. before ringing an ambulance, which is brilliant. I do enjoy that Sean Bean's actually kind he's, of he's as a, tough as he, yeah. he is portrayed on the he's, film. He's actually well armed. It's like multiple stab wounds, and he's just like, let me finish my techniques. <laughs> Oh no! Oh, I hope Sean Bean doesn't drink Tetleys. I've seen, I've seen him drinking Tetleys. Or I've seen. Wait, what? You've I've s- not seen him, but I've seen a, a video of him, and he's drinking out of a Tetleys pint glass with what looks like Tetleys. See, I imagine Sean Bean only drinks mead. I can, I can, I, I can see it. I could see him only drinking Bovril. <laughs> Have you ever tried Bovril? I have tried Bovril. It's god awful. Yeah, I don't know how. I don't know how the Brummies do it. Just drinking it as a just a, a beverage. Jordan, as someone close to that, do you... As the person ever... who is the closest to Birmingham geographically out of all of us. Who yeah. <laughs> suddenly makes me an expert on Birmingham. <laughs> yeah, they sell it in all the nightclubs as well. What? You know, what? You know, <laughs> what? That can't be true. <laughs> it's, it's not true. Oh, oh you uh, piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> you really got my hopes you know, up. Man. You know when someone comes in and goes, oh, um, you know that deal you've got? Two VKs and a bovril, please. <laughs> 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 the thing is, I've never been. Oh, I have been to Birmingham. That's a lie. But I don't know what it's like. I've, I've. I mean, I got lost in the bullring once. I mean, oh, it's impossible to escape from. Yeah, apart from the fact I did it twice. When, when, the, when you but, leave the bullring, you're always on like a different height kind than you came in, and you don't yeah. understand how you got to this different height because inside the bullring it was flat. Yeah, it's always really disorienting. When I remember there was the time when we were at the bullring. And we came out on top of the... Because you know how there's that right at the top of it? There's a street on the top of the yes. bullring. And it's paved like a street. And there's trees like a street. Yes. Yeah. And there's people walking dogs oh, like a street. This. And then you realise, oh shit, no, we're like four floors up. Where the <laughs> fuck are we? And there's no discernible way to get down. And then you walk into the HMV alone and you get lost. It's like, like a like jungle in there, but you replace all the vines with copies of Bugsy Malone. And- I, I like I like it when you go to um, Birmingham and you go to the bullring and you walk in Selfridges. You've been on Selfridges and you go to the bottom floor, it's like Krispy Kreme donuts. So you've got expensive donuts, that sort of stuff. And the higher you go, the more expensive things are. And the higher you go, like your your trainers and your ch- checkered shirt is getting you more and more dirty looks. And once you get to the top, the people are just like, you can't come in here, you dirty bastard. <laughs> See, you've, you've described that, though, as if you go to the very top floor of the ball ring, there's just this perfectly white, immaculate <laughs> space, and everyone's there in these great sort of togas yeah, and yeah. big flowing robes, and they, they look at you with your scruffy trainers and your checkered shirts, <laughs> and they spit on you as you walk past and say, yeah, yeah. go back to the third floor, peasants, go back to Matalan where you belong. <laughs> you also, of course, have at the bottom Birmingham New Street, which is hell anyway. So you've got this sort of heaven and hell they've represented. Sh- they've which... changed it now, the train station. Have they? It was very confusing. I went in there and it was flat and you could see everything. It was very confusing. <laughs> see all of no, time usually and space. It, it, like, <laughs> I don't know why I'm describing this because like, I don't know how many people actually know what Birmingham New Street looks like. It's when you horrible. go to Birmingham New Street, there's usually just two very long corridors yeah. with um, escalators that go down to the platforms. It's now completely different. When you go in there, it's a big open thing and there's loads of shops that Madness. weren't there before. Um, an upper level with more shops and you have to put your, your ticket in the barriers at least three times to get to the platform you want because now they separate the platforms platforms like one to five six to something and then 12 and 11 on the end and you oh. have to you have to go through tickets each t- ticket barriers each time 
Hmm. I don't believe I've ever had the misfortune of going to Birmingham New Street, but everything that I've heard about it has said that it's just it, it is just hell on See, earth. For the last however long it is since I first went through Birmingham New Street, I've been claiming it's my least favourite place on earth. Hmm. And yet now apparently they've made it less of a terror. I don't want, I don't want that. I like having an easy go-to answer that people can go, oh, Birmingham New Street, I went there once. Yeah, that's pretty bad. And then you're over the conversation. You've mm. got it out of the way. It's, it's very confusing still. And there are still people there that would walk over their own children to get to where they're going. Yeah. I mean, the, oh. amount, the amount of times, like, an old, an old woman who I did not know she was capable of this speed, like, races <laughs> past me and takes my legs out from underneath me with a friggin' are you, carry are you bag. Are referring to this old woman... As, as as a sort of metaphor for all quick-moving old women. No, there or was, does one old one... woman haunt you around Birmingham the... New Street, pounding you in the back? Last year, when I was on my way to Wales, I stopped in, uh, to change in Birmingham New Street, and this old woman ran past me, dragging this bag behind her. I, and it was such a big bag, and it took my legs out from underneath me. <laughs> I fell over. And she didn't even stop. She was like, oh, I've got to catch my train. She's been following you ever since. Mm. There she is. She's just knocking on the window. It's like, it follows. <laughs> oh, that's epic. I like the premise of It Follows. I, think, I didn't. I, like... I think It Follows is the best horror film. Possibly the best horror. Like I would say it's the scariest film I've ever seen. I would say it's scarier more than any You say ever. that... And yet I quite recently saw The Babadook. Yeah, which is pretty scary, but it's not as good as The I it I thought The Babadook was so... Just in, in different leagues entirely. See, but you... I'm gonna Are you going to say that I watched it in a social it. setting? You, you watched it daylight with food coming in in the middle in a social setting, yeah. Whereas the film is entirely about... Isolating you uh, and breaking down any comfort you get in being in a social situation. I think it's talked to people willing to that and being daylight willing to that. Um, because the film is about isolation. And the fact that sort of, it's about the idea of the idea that we never really with people, yet, even when we're always being followed, and there's people around us. Yeah, okay. I, will, I will admit, though, that perhaps I didn't... Enter the actual viewing of the film in the best sort of mindset that would help me appreciate it. Because I remember before I'd seen it, hearing that the premise of the film was that it was about a sexually transmitted ghost. And as soon as I heard that, my, my thoughts were largely, no. <laughs> but like, I, I, I quite like the premise of the film, if I'm honest. But I, I can see where you're coming from because it's just, it, it's, and I know that this is, this is very true of a lot of horror films, so you need to have a premise that is, that is so removed. But it's so comically far fetched, it is so overwhelmingly absurd that I found it so impossible, so just, over, just the entire film, I, I, just, I couldn't help but feel that the ghost wasn't really that much of a threat. Um, like the simplest thing that you can't find out that you've followed your entire life, um, and the fact you never know quite where it is. Um, but then, as I said, the thing you're saying about it not being all relative to the visitor element. It's, I'm sorry, I'm just aware that this is supposed to be a comedy podcast. Yeah, but it's about the visitor element. It's about the thing I was saying, right? The film is about isolation and mm. about breaking that down, essentially. Um, and it's about the idea that nowadays sex almost means nothing. It's like, you know, it's like shaking hands like playing tennis. Um, it's about the, the, the loss of the importance of chastity. Um, and this, this idea that you are essentially alone in that. It's not a... I don't know. I, I, I get what you mean. But I'm not quite sure where I'm going with this. It, but... it, it's a good way to isolate someone. So could you, could you imagine, like... Um... Oh, you're about to have sex with someone, and they go, oh, there's a sexually transmitted monster that follows me wherever I go. <laughs> and then you kind of go, oh, maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe not then. I'll probably just go. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, I always thought the same thing with uh, Under the Skin, where when Scarlett Johansson lures these men back to her infinite black void lair, <laughs> her, uh, her interdimensional sex dungeon... Um, they always like like they're walking through this this void where there's seemingly no beginning or end, and they're walking after Scarlett Johansson, and she's taking her clothes off, but they keep following her. They just keep on going. If I followed someone, <laughs> like if if someone took me back to their place for under the premise of intercourse, <laughs> and then I entered the room and it was endless, <laughs> I'd, I'd probably walk away. And that was. 
But, but that but, under the skin's so good, though, you, you don't the, notice. The, the thing is, though, none of them reacting to go, huh? Why are we in a massive black landscape, Scarlett Johansson? You'd, um, you'd, you'd be so you, slightly inquisitive, even if you were going to follow her. Yeah, presumably they're hypnotised or something, yeah. or they're just overawed by how naked Scarlett Johansson is. Because hmm. you, you'd look around, wouldn't you, and you'd try and touch it, and you'd be like, oh, where does this go? <laughs> And you just wander, I just wander off somewhere else. Yeah. Oh, I'm lost in nowhere. <laughs> and the closer we get to the reaction is when we see the guy being about to watch the man snap. Which yeah. is horrifying. I remember um, Ben, our, our sometimes fourth contributor mm. to the blog and show. Um, I, I, I showed him that one scene. Because I think he walked into my room once while that scene was about to come on. <coughs> or just as that scene was ending, and I remember saying to him, Ben, watch this. And rewound it and showed it to him. And I will never forget his scream. It was beautiful. It, it was, Did he actually scream? He screamed. He, he, he genuinely, he recoiled in his chair yeah. and started going, Oh! Oh! <laughs> it, was, it was incredible. It was absolutely amazing. And I think I think the film is so capable of doing that. It, mm. It's really, listeners, if you haven't seen Under the Skin, starring Scarlett Johansson amongst others, then what are you doing listening to this? Well, we seem to talk about the film in the podcast a lot. We do. I, it, I remember it was very heavily discussed on our New Year special. Eight. Yes, mm. driving New Year wieners. Yeah, driving New Year wieners. I do love our titles. That's a bit of self-aggrandizing <laughs> there. <laughs> you say that as though we're not normally far more self-aggrandizing than this. We are pretty good. We are quite good. We we're, are we are pretty fantastic. We're all right. I won't won't push it. Though we did this week. We made the top 140 podcasts on iTunes. Yeah, this, yeah. yeah. that's quite genuinely quite. For like a couple which, of hours. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we by the time I looked again, about five hours later, we were 144. I looked again, oh. 24 hours later, and we dropped off. But <laughs> oh. for a period, we were the 140th best podcast on we, iTunes. We and that's funnier all... than the hairy bikers. <laughs> Take that, hairy bikers. <laughs> They're not even that funny. Or hairy, really. They're all bikers. <laughs> <laughs> they are nothing. They are literally not even people. They don't exist. They're, they're like something after Scarlett Johansson's got her hands on them. And now that... We've dropped off the podcast rankings on iTunes. They're officially better than us. <laughs> we are we are literally not as funny as nothing. <laughs> and I think that's pretty great. Applause. Applause. Laughter. Audience sounds. So good, so good. So we were just saying about how tired we are and how we have nothing prepared, <laughs> <laughs> and um, how we don't have anything prepared, and how we are. <laughs> I've actually forgotten what I'm saying. <laughs> um, I'm just trying to buy myself time. Um, we, so yeah, we were saying all about that, um, and then something dropped into my lap earlier today. A, a perfect thing to run you through on the radios. Okay. Okay. Is that, are either of you aware of a man called Andrew Bishop? Andrew Bishop. Andrew was Bishop. It, was he that priest who killed all those people? <laughs> no. Was no. he? Was he? Was he the android from the first Alien film? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, no. Um, Andrew Bishop. I wouldn't expect you to know. Uh, 
used to play, uh, yeah, used to now play rugby for the Ospreys. Um, and I know they are. A few games. They're, yeah. they're the Welsh ones. They're the, they're the ones I support. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. The, oh. So, yeah, I know all oh, sorts oh. about the Ruggers. Swansea and that. I mean, he played a few games for Wales as well. He was sort of famously quite quiet, quite um, didn't really talk a lot, either on or off the pitch. He was his own man. He kept himself to himself. Um, but he was he was a terrific sort of club level player. Okay. He, he played a few games for Wales, but he was never going to be like a big international superstar. He was a sort of good solid player. Played regularly at club rugby. Um, but as I said, he was famously quiet. And I once, as part of an elaborate practical joke with my brother, decided to start a Twitter account for Andrew Bishop. Brilliant. Okay. Yep. This was in 2011. This was May 2011. This is okay. going back a few. This years is now. four and a half years. Um, I set up this Twitter account for Andrew Bishop, um, Andrew underscore Bish13, because he's playing at war number 13. Um, I set this up and with the intention of just following my brother and saying, look, look, Andrew Bishop's on Twitter, because he said it to me once. And I said, oh, is he? And he went, no. Um, and so I went, fine, I'm going to go the extra distance now. I'm going to actually create a Twitter account for Andrew Bishop. Um, and I set this up and I sort of just followed a number of players and they all followed me back and they started to be saying oh great to see you on Twitter Bish oh welcome to Twitter Bish how are you doing Andy and it got really it began to get quite carried away um, and okay. my brother fell for it completely until two days later I got a tweet from Sonny Parker who was never off space player at the time since retired again um, oh yeah did I mention Andrew Bishop retired this morning um, oh, oh no that, no that's a key, key fact oh, okay. he retired from rugby due to a back injury this morning oh that's yeah, a shame it's a shame but then it continue telling us how he destroyed so, his life. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I set up this Twitter account for Andrew Bishop. Then two days later, I got a tweet from Sonny Parker, who had previously followed me and said, oh, great to see you on Twitter, Bish. So excited. Can't wait to meet up with you for coffee tomorrow, whatever. Um, he then replied saying, oh, heads up, everyone. A- Andrew Bish 13 is a fake account. I repeat, fake account. Um, and then Kai Griffiths, another Osprey player, also tweeted saying this is a fake account. Um, I then go, oh, oh, panicked a bit, having only done like two tweets in order to fool my brother. <laughs> now that you were rumbled. I, I was rumbled. Um, I replied to Sonny Parker's tweet saying, sorry, this is part of an elaborate practical joke. I was intended to come out after a day or two anyway. He then replied saying, all good people have accounts like that. No harm caused. All good people because like Nelson Mandela is famous for his Emmanuel and by all <laughs> like, Pat <Bode> account. <laughs> yeah, so I got this reply. Uh, however, people continued to fall for it for some reason. Okay. Like, a lot of the sort of Osprey squads still follow it, um, so have followed it. People would regularly sort of tweet to it, like fans saying, oh, good luck in tonight's game, uh, Andrew Bish 13. Um, like this, there were stats pages posting, oh, the top tackler in the league so far is Andrew Bishop, and they tag me, um, <laughs> all of these things. I once had uh, Nigel Owens, who's one of the sort of top rugby referees, who's on Twitter as well, okay. tweeted saying, like, I'll be watching out for your dirty tactics tonight. Ha ha ha! What? I'm going to be watching it on the telly at home. And so, yeah, this, this all began to happen. Uh, but it was in the background. I tweeted publicly, like, I sent out a general tweet saying, um, this isn't actually Andrew Bishop. It's part of an elaborate practical joke. Everyone ignore it. It's a fake. It's a fake. And then I continue to get people following it, and I continue to get people <laughs> people liking it, and people sending me tweets. Okay. And I thought, Do you know what? I'm going to go along with this. And so um, I'm just going to quickly read you some of the sample tweets I sent out as Andrew Bishop. How how regularly have you been keeping? keeping Not this? very regularly. Oh. Okay. I'd forgotten about it until he retired this morning. To be honest, so I tweeted saying. Christmas, don't like Christmas. I have to show emotion. I drive pull a blank expression as I open bottles of aftershave. Because <laughs> like that was sort of that was one of the first one. That was the first one I sent in character as him. 
that you can tell because it's sort of caricatured and not very good. Okay. Um, I then tweeted a few weeks later, just done my Christmas shopping, got lost in a hat shop, didn't even know the shops that sold hats until I got lost in one. <laughs> Sounds very indicative of the actual man. From what I know about him, which is not lots. <laughs> a few days later, on what the 3rd of January, which incidentally is my brother's birthday, the third day of the year is the worst day of the year. It's when you realise it's exactly the same as last year. Which sounds more like a grumpy cat poster than Andrew Bishop. But did you did you do that on your brother's birthday specifically to spite him? <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> Three years ago. I was in IKEA earlier. There was a cuddly sh- snake you could wrap around your neck. It was great. <laughs> I think hashtag MasterChef is brilliant. This is this is some grade A fake <laughs> accounting here, Robbie. And all the time, I'm getting replies. Um, I'm getting replies saying, "Oh, you don't need. Um, oh, you're going to you, uh, whatever. You're going to enjoy that fake snake." Someone saying, "You don't need a new hat." Are people actually replying to my my <laughs> fake tweets? Um, I decided to go to. I, sorry, I decided I need to ride my bike more, so I went for a bike ride. That's the story of my day. And then someone replies saying, "Ha ha ha! That was Mike Powell." Um, <laughs> Why do we need a weather forecast? In Wales, it's safe to assume it's always light drizzle. Um, that got several retweets, actually. Brilliant. <laughs> that was a successful one. <laughs> Thinking about getting a pet turtle. I got replies <laughs> from one of and the real Andrew Bishop's friends saying, you don't need a pet turtle. That's and then tagging another one of his mates. And then he replied and he got in on it and they started having this like back and forth involving me. Um, I think I got involved probably, but do you know what? I'm not going to... I'm just flicking through the tweets here. Um, all the streetlights have gone out. Do you still call them streetlights if there's no light in them? These are just mundane... <laughs> Philosophical. <laughs> mundane thoughts I thought Andrew Bishop would have. <laughs> I'm really enjoying the Olympics. That kind of thing. Never picture myself modelling the new kit. I have to admit, modelling was never one of the careers suggested to me by the careers lady at school. You've, you've <laughs> painted such a bleak picture of this yeah. man. Is he, is he really this bleak? Um, I don't know. I've sort of I've seen one or two interviews with him. He doesn't talk a lot. He sort of gives very blunt, short answers. <laughs> he then tweeted... This was... I tweeted over a year after the... Um, like I continued tweeting on like every couple of months up until April 2013. I then, September 2014, uh, he made his two, played his 200th game for the Ospreys, his first player to do that. Um, and I tweeted saying, Tonight, 200th game, honoured, RIP Joan Rivers. Because that was also the day Joan Rivers died. Um, so yeah, I did all of this. This was this was something I did purely to amuse myself. People would continue to tweet to me, "Oh, good luck, top tackler, whatever." Um, okay. Tag me in things. Someone, one uh, one guy thanked me for coming along to present the trophies at their under nines awards evening. Um, <laughs> all kinds of things. There was. Um, Another guy tweeted me saying, wishing me luck, who'd previously retweeted the thing where I said, this isn't the real Andrew Bishop. So clearly he forgot somewhere along the way. I then got And the ruse continues? It continued until this morning. Oh. Wherein Andrew Bishop retired from rugby due to a back injury. And I noticed, I follow the, the Osprey Supporters Club on Twitter, and they tweeted saying, oh, we're very disappointed to hear that. And then they tagged at Andrew Bish 13, <laughs> had retired due to injury. He was a true Australian who always gave 110%. Suddenly, I got a flood of new followers. I got people wishing me well. People saying, oh, I'm so sorry to hear about it. Good luck in your new ventures. Oh, you're a great player. You are so good. Which is something I always wanted to hear when I was actually playing rugby, when instead of, like, get off the pitch, and you're rubbish. Um, I said, oh, you're a great gent. Good lad. That's uh, at Bronwyn Rugby. 
community osprey the osprey's osprey's community account said thank you andrew bishop for all you've done hashtag you shall not pass <laughs> people say you've gutted to see you retire and so i decided to buy into this and i tweeted the word emotional which has so far got 31 favourites. <laughs> <laughs> Including from Ian Goff, who has more than 50 caps for Wales, who then replies saying, Great career, Bish. Honoured to have played alongside you, mate. Best of luck for your next venture. Reunion is in order next week. You do realise that you've stolen all these things away from this I was man. Thinking like this. He, doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't know that there's a reunion next week. So everyone's thinking, Oh, Andrew Bish is right, bastard. He ignores all of us. <laughs> And really, it's just you being a horrible, horrible person. Do you feel at all guilty for the fact that you've probably you've probably caused some legitimate stress in the life of Andrew Bishop? What if the stress he sustained as a direct byproduct of your fake Twitter account led to his injury? I never thought of what that. What if you broke his back, Robbie? The oh, fake the Twitter account that broke the Welsh rugby player's spine. This is fantastic, though. I felt though. horrifically guilty about this this morning. So again, Paul James, who's starting for Wales in the World Cup on Saturday, who, again, got 50-odd caps, who's saying, oh, gutted to hear Andrew Bishop had to retire, hashtag defence master, hashtag hard as nails, hashtag legend. Eli Walker, again, he's got caps of Wales, regular Ospreys. Okay. Congrats on your impressive career, hashtag top man. All kinds of things. I'm, I'm constantly... I'm Morgan Stoddart, who used to play for Wales, saying, oh... What a, what a guy, what a guy. Uh, Paul Williams, notable rugby journalist, saying, didn't realise you were on Twitter, Osprey's legend. <laughs> it, it goes on and on. I've gained more than 100 followers today on this Brilliant. account. Okay. Until eventually, Morgan Stoddart, as I mentioned, called me out again and said, it's a fake account. <laughs> Bish has just texted me. What's wrong with these people? <laughs> 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 I think it's it, it, it's a genuine testament to just the sheer horror of the social media generation <laughs> when you can cause from the comfort of your just just from browsing your phone you can cause such actual stress to well-known public figures. I, I I exactly. I think this is what this is as much as anything. It's a warning. It's a it's a parable. So. I hope there's someone that I don't like that doesn't have a Twitter account with some celebrity out there. I'm just going to do the same thing. You've inspired me. The real question here is, what are we going to do with this? This is the question I was going to ask. <laughs> what are we going to do with this now? Okay. I have not replied to Morgan Stoddart's tweet calling me out. I have not sent another tweet since. Um, right. Have we got any ideas as to where I can go with this? Can we Can we accuse him of being a liar? <laughs> Yeah, can, we, can we swear that this is the actual, <laughs> or is that too obvious? That's probably too obvious. Yeah. That would probably be backed up pretty soon by other players. Oh, I'm trying to like, kind of brush it off as bants. <laughs> the thing is, there's also already a couple of tweets on the account that say this isn't a real account. <laughs> but I'm assuming people but aren't scrolling that far down. People aren't scrolling that No, I'm gaining follow, all, followers all the time. The official uh, BBC Scrum 5 account <laughs> followed me. And also, yeah, wish me well, my career. Through through this through this account, you have access to a lot of celebrities. <laughs> you could just start talking to the people who think you're uh, that guy, we Andrew Bishop. There we you could do something legitimately evil. What are you talking? Why did he retire? Uh, it was a series of back injuries. I'll, I'll look it up. Can we tweet? Oh God, I can see the evil three in words. his eye. Three words. <laughs> Which are? 
Never walk again. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> or maybe four. Maybe we'll oh. never walk again. We'll never walk again. We could, because we could kick this up another notch. Yeah. We could, we could make this incredible. <laughs> oh. It, it depends how much you're willing to. Hopefully to lay on the line. Hopefully some terrible, terrible reporters, like you already have had, have tagged <laughs> your thing. Some terrible, horrible reporter who's really bad at his job is going to look at your Twitter and, and be like, wait, this is on the internet. I'm going to write an article about this. What, what if we make a genuine... If we can actually establish this from the comfort of the studio <laughs> as a news story? Should we try? Yeah. Is, is that is that the best? Is that what we've got? We've got. That's the. That's, never that's, that's what I do with it. Um, we could infer he's a massive racist. I don't know. <laughs> Eli Walker, one of the players that wished him well, we'll is ne- black. We'll we'll never walk again. <laughs> also, I can't stand all these all these folk coming over here, <laughs> wearing down my structural integrity. <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't know, Robbie. I'm trying to I'm trying to come up with something relating to his back. <laughs> Oh, in the last few since we started the segment, London Welsh have wished him well. The the rugby club, they favoured the the emotional tweet I, and wished him all the best. My my vote is for I'm going to go up from three words to four words. We'll never walk again, and then up to five words with depressing. <laughs> <laughs> Full stop. I don't know. Would that have come out though when? he retired would that have been in the news story when they said well this is it this is this is it robbie because the oh god the, the, um, I, if anything just as a social experiment as, why don't we put complications at the beginning complications will never walk again or i could do this in a few days time when it's began to calm down like when people have stopped talking about the back problems and then yeah tweet complications will never walk so again. so we could just tweet we could we could tweet now mm-hmm. saying Something alluding like like going in for tests. Hope everything is fine. <laughs> and then in two days we tweet, "We'll never walk again." That's good. <laughs> that, that could be that could be the most just the most maniacal thing we could do. Also, I really want to do it. I I think we should. Okay. So in a f- <laughs> okay okay oh if, and we can... I swear to God, if we end up listening back to this episode in court. <laughs> <laughs> submit this as evidence um, the... if, if this uh, if this does get played in court hi um, future me <laughs> why did you agree to this the other thing is there's going to be um, the woman writing it down she's going to write down every word we've said as part of the transcript isn't she so do you know what try and write down the blood of flour flour <laughs> flour oh look I'm wearing a no, it's a piece of paper. She writes it down, doesn't she? Yeah. I'm trying to think of what. Oh, I thought she has a, she has a typewriter. Or like, yeah. yeah surely okay. use Talk it. only in symbols that aren't on a typewriter. She'll just switch the font to Windings. She can't do that <laughs> on a typewriter, can she? No. Maybe she's got a really advanced typewriter, like a computer. So, what are we going to do with this Twitter account? Are we gonna Are we gonna begin the ruse? Yeah. Okay. How, how are we going to do this? Are we going to go along the angle that he's got to go in for further testing? Are we going to play that we, we, we need to do something that will lead to the announcement that he will never walk again in a few days' time? <laughs> His toes could be numb. Let's, let's, <laughs> let's look at the symptoms of a broken back. Is that one of them? Um, um, it says... Well, that'd be nerve damage. He's been forced to retire because of a back problem, the BBC website says. 
So I don't know if it's a broken back or whether he's... Um, whether it's just sort of general wear yeah. and tear. I, 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 I say we, we, we go for... Right, he's had a lumbar disc problem. A I, lumbar disc. A lumbar disc, yes. I, he's I had would've... three surgeries on it. Okay. Surgeries can go wrong. Surgeries can go wrong. That no, actually, strike that from the record if this is being played at court. Because if he dies, <laughs> that's going to sound really bad on me. I, I say we go for complications going in for tests and leave it there. Yeah, actually, that's better. I, o- open-ended. Do I add something about thanks for all the messages? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I just want to say, though, for the record, I really like Andrew Bishop. He was one of my favourite players, and I will miss him. He was he was always terrific. 200-plus games of the Ospreys. Great career. Well done, Andrew Bishop. That being but said... But not Andrew Bishop 13. <laughs> that being said... <laughs> but disregarding all of that, we're about to do something terrible <laughs> to him. <laughs> Te- technically, you've never outright said that you are Andrew Bishop. Are no, no, no. And the other thing is, when I tweeted emotional this morning, I was mildly emotional. Reading, I went, "Oh, that's a shame." When I read, he's upset. That's that's a form of emotion. Probably mm. not. I don't know. He's probably pretty torn up about the fact he's now retired. But yeah. And all we're going to do is spice up. His, he's retired now. He's going to need things to keep him entertained. And this legal battle that we're about <laughs> to commence—that's one of them. Okay, okay. Or do we do thank you for all the messages today? Tomorrow, complications going in for tests. And then like, Ooh, the following day, yeah. do we never walk again? I think that's a bit. Is it too much of a jump? There should be something like. We should, we, should, we should say thank you for all of the messages. And then say something to the effect of there's complications. And we, we need to allude that there's, there's some sort of undiagnosed issue. Mm hmm. Um, how do how do we so, do that? Well, thank you for all the messages. The other thing is we have been called out this afternoon, so I wonder how this will go down. Because they might not see that tweet. <laughs> yeah. And now with all the new followers that you've accumulated. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of people are just going to follow you and not look at what other people have been writing on your walls. They might just look at what you've <laughs> you you're tweeting out. Mm. So what 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 are we going for here? We could do a thank you for all the messages, and then something about his back is then followed up by. Or hopefully there's no complications. Ah, oh, there are complications. Or we could go, thank you for all the messages about my back. Hopefully no more complications. Going for more tests tomorrow. If we can fit all that into 140 characters. Try it. Thank you for all the messages. About back. Well, no, because they've been about his career, haven't they? He wouldn't. And not that well-known composer. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for all the messages about B-A-C-H. <laughs> I think like adding something sort of mundane in the middle of it, so like had some nice Stilton to celebrate. Thank you for all nah, the messages. Nah, nah, he wouldn't okay. just date a scone. I suppose he keep what he wants now, and he's out of. Yeah, he's no longer yeah. a professional athlete. He doesn't have to plan his meals three weeks in advance, like someone in this room. Um, just ate a scone, a scone. What did I just say? Scone. You did. You just. You've got me. You've got me. I've you've been scone. <laughs> finally, won you over to the way of the scone. Oh, no. Are the years that I've been trying to change your pronunciation of select words, Robbie? Custard <laughs> cream is still better than bourbons. No. Um, I just ate a scone. Thank you for all the messages. Going for more tests soon. Or so. hopefully fit going forward or something like that. I, I think just going for more tests because then, think... then, then it's open-ended. See, the problem is, from a writing perspective, <laughs> um, <laughs> if we do hopefully well going forward, it's, it's too vague. It's the sort of thing that anyone would yeah. say. Whereas if we allude to the fact that there's potentially no. more underlying issues at We work, then do that a couple of days later, though. I feel we let the thing build slowly until eventually dropping the bomb that he's paralyzed. 
Yeah. Okay, so so let's say should, two days from now we mentioned he's going for more tests. Yeah. And then the day after that, we'll never walk, we'll again. Never walk again. This is going to be the best and worst thing we have we ever, ever done. Do a follow-up on next week's show. We can, we can see if we'll anything see comes see the reaction it. to it. Yeah. Do it. Okay. Do it, Robbie. Just don't, so just say it's gone. Thank you for all the messages. That'll do. That'll do. Okay, that's sent. That's sent. That is, from that is Andrew out, Bish out there in the world. No one can undo that now. I've also... Thank, well, yeah. Thank you for everyone saying I was a great player, because I was. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was really good in all 208 games I played for the Ospreys. Robbie, I really enjoy your appropriation of people's compliments directed <laughs> at players of uh, a well-known game which you are not that wasn't a coherent sentence <laughs> that really wasn't oh i don't know i'm tired i'm so 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 weary so so dreary much like andrew bishop's probably much like andrew bishop's devastated spine <laughs> God. what have we done and just like all of the all of the ligaments in andrew bishop's spine let's break this link <laughs> 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 is it a ligament in the spine or is it a... Discharge! Discharge! <laughs> what a funny podcast. That one was so good, I felt it was the best. Have you been listening to our rivals again, James? Oh, ho, 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 ho. <laughs> and with that, it's time to bring another episode of Verbal Discharge can, to No, a... can, can, can we, before you do that, just address what just happened? What, what did you just go through, James? There, what, 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 what just happened There was some you? transition in that life was, we just saw I that. Felt, I felt, that felt like a big moment. I felt all of the spirit that I've had slowly ebbing away from me since since I was born. I felt the last bit of it just, <laughs> just slither away, out, out, out the door. On that last mm. bit of breath. Now there's just, there's nothing. There's no spirit, there's there's no emotion, there's no there's no passion, there's no love, there's no hate, there's just nothing. Welcome to the real world. <laughs> <laughs> Is this the real world? It's the real world. It's a pitless, soulless void. Yep. Mm. Pitless. That isn't a word. <laughs> it can be. It is free of pits. Devoid Sometimes, of armpits. Whenever I walk down the street, I'm just glad there's no pits. I say, oh, what a wonderful pitless world we live in. Never been to the north, they're bloody everywhere. Aye, you should say so, lad. I was walking down bloody street, and there he was, bloody Brad Pitt. And he said, aye, I'm going to fall in pit right now. And one, like, of, one, one of these <sighs> days, Robbie, someone's going to take real offence to your thinly veiled racism. <laughs> your <laughs> hatred of the North. It's not hatred, it's out of mutual respect. Oh. It can't be mutual, because I have to respect me first. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even respect myself. But um, but yeah, thank you for uh, for listening to this one. It's it's been a bit of an odd show because yeah. we, we were expecting this week that we'd be we'd be live and up and running and we'd we'd be sort of back into the swing of actual scheduled broadcasting. And instead, we've just had to at the last minute scrape together a bit of a show. Fortunately, um, Robbie was kind enough to give us the first chapter of what will undoubtedly become quite a lengthy legal. <laughs> legal battle that between is... ourselves and um, 
Andrew Bishop. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Thank you for that, Robbie. That's a, it's, a, it's a pleasure. That was that was three years and four years <laughs> in the making. That. I think it's worth us on on the next episode. We we, we will definitely do a, a follow up to this, yeah, and let you know how this has gone and how our tweets were received. <laughs> um, if you want to see how that goes, you can find the Andrew Bishop <laughs> Twitter account. What was it, Andrew underscore Bish thirteen? Yes. Andrew underscore Bish thirteen. Go there. While you're at it, also follow our Twitter account at Verb Dis Radio. And then, once you're done with Twitter, once you're like, huh, I, I like Twitter, but I need more social media in my life. I need to consume more. Go to Facebook and go to facebook.com forward slash verbal discharge and click like. And if that's not enough, you can go find our blog. Uh, blog? A blog. A blog. Bl- bl- you can find a blog at verbaldischarge.co.uk. Find the blog. Find the blog on the internet. When you are done with that, you can then go to the email and you can email us at things at verbaldischarge.com.uk Who let all these otters in here? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, every week, every week I've got to make at least one shitty allusion to a previous episode. Just, just for the... That wasn't even after this this, this podcast. No, that was was before we did... Was that pre-discharge? I'll tell you what, if I've still got the, the clip for that, I will drop it in. Because that was one of the best links we did on our Mess About radio show before we started doing Discharge. On, on the Bants era radio shows. Oh yeah, when I was like a recurring guest. I don't These think we've... I remember, I remember. Do you know what? I don't think we've ever addressed the Bants era during a oh, no. Discharge. Is this, is this where we give an extensive history to, Shall we? to the show? Well, it all started off um, <laughs> with when a, a, a guy called Robbie Owen... Hello! ...approached me and said... Uh, hello, lad. I want to do... Wait, what was that meant to be my voice? It's the closest I can get. Robbie approached me um, two years ago now, back in our first year of university, and said, I'm thinking of doing a radio show. I didn't say that. I just said, there's a slot open, and I'll let you to fill in the blanks. I don't remember how it went, I'll be honest with you. I just I, I don't remember you approaching I me. I don't, but I just remember that I very specifically left you to fill in the blanks. So I just said, oh, the slot's open. You went, oh, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's 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 launch into it. Sorry, continue as you were. So Robbie said to me, <laughs> "There's a slot," and I said, "Hey, let's do it." And I filled in all the blanks, um, and it was great. And then we 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 ended up doing it. It was such a strange show. It it, it was a real mishmash of, yeah. of ideas. And yeah, yeah, I, I remember having so much fun doing it each mm. and every week. It, it was, it was, it was, it was chaos and. Looking back on it, it was it was really poor quality radio, <laughs> but we had a lot of fun, and that's what mm. that's what matters. Mm. And then Jordan started to pop up here, Ooh, there, and right everywhere. There. As is that my voice? That's as close as I can get to it. Okay, you sort of like, he's sort of northern. You're sort of you've got brummy twang ish about you. That's the closest I can get. And you're just you're a mixture of vague Welsh and sort of sort of Midlandsy, <laughs> um, but yeah. And then Jordan appeared as a, a regular guest, yeah. and we liked him so much that eventually we were just like, "Hey, Jordan, do you just want to do this with us?" And Jordan was like, "Hey, sure, okay." And I don't. It's probably apparent to this day, but I never had any formal training in the radio. We were supposed to. Uh, this is another thing. You were only supposed to have the guest on three times, weren't you? You were. And you were. then I was on more than three, and then I was just on the radio. <laughs> and then... So we we accidentally roped you into to doing this with mm. us and then ben was where, where was ben? ben ben was a phone call ben, That's how ben, ben was originally a phone call and i think he 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 wrote one of the blog posts 
and I think we we after that I noticed that he um I mean how I like I, I don't remember how any of you approached him in terms of him regularly contributing to the blog, but I noticed that he put it on his work CV on his email <laughs> profile. He and also so I, I I held him to that. He also put me down as a reference. You're like, a reference. I'm, I'm for one ben. of Ben's references. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know how to fill out a, a, the, the form if you sent it to me, but do you know There's I, no reference form. It's just someone emails yeah, you and or, says, just, just like, is he good? And you say yes, and that's about yeah. it. Okay, I can do that. But in, in, no in, in, in more words. But, yeah, I am a reference for the verbal discharge. <laughs> it's brilliant. So um, that's our origin story. That's that's the origin story. We then converged, and episode one was released, or half of episode one was released. I don't think we'll ever see the the first half of episode one. <laughs> I remember because it was I can't remember was Ben with us that Ben was with yeah. us. Ben is on episode one, ben was, five, and seven. you were if I if I'm not mistaken you were 19. delayed because there was a w- I was, was there... in Leicester. Yes. I had I don't think we actually mentioned this as well. I had a job interview to be one of the people helping run the Rugby World Cup which I didn't get, but I had that job interview and I got stuck near Leicester Station. No, like a mile away from Leicester Station because I got horrifically lost. To the point and where then... you were... And I remember we did we did dispute whether or not we should wait for you, mm. but you insisted we go ahead. Yeah. And then you turned up halfway through the show visibly furious. <laughs> I remember quite fondly. Oh, I was furious with my myself, though, for missing the train. None of it was directed towards you, if that's what you're, you've been thinking for the last year. It wasn't what I was thinking. No, okay. I, I know it wasn't sort of really aimed at anyone mm. with your, like, sort of cruise missile <laughs> hatred. And then no one has said it to record as well. So I came in, said it to record, and then... And we look went. where we are now. We're, we're sending abuse <laughs> to rugby players who've recently retired. Well, we're not sending abuse to him. Not to him, we're, we're causing. We're causing him abuse, I suppose, in some ways. Is it some vague measure of harassment what we're doing? Or? I'm not entirely sure. Identity theft? It is, isn't well, it? It's no, identity no. theft. Well, the, We've committed identity theft. Is it identity theft, though, when you openly admit to not being the person you say you are, <laughs> but nobody <laughs> believes but you? people just believe you anyway? Pro- no, that's probably fair. That's probably well within the laws. I imagine, Will, by the time, you know, next week rolls around and we look back at this and we're assessing how this whole debacle went down, we'll feel a bit like... Sorry, did you say debacle? Debacle. Debacle. Debacle, sorry. (laughs) Debacle. Debacle? We're all tired. We're all tired. We'll we'll look back at this debacle um, and we'll feel quite a similar way to how I imagine God feels when he looks down at us and he thinks, (laughs) what have I done? You know, I've just remembered, when I... We did our, like, oh, casting ahead on, I think it was episode 10, I did, oh, what we're going to be doing in so many episodes' time. And on one episode, I said we were going to turn up at the police station and hand ourselves in. I finally found the crime we committed. This is I it. Finally... This is it. If you this want, stage like, one. Like, we, we can steal a car and, like, get, go yeah. out and just, just <laughs> knock some people down, try and build up our wanted level, <laughs> so that when we turn ourselves in, we'll... If you turn yourself in, do you get the bounty on your head? Is that the way it works? I hope so. We can turn each other in. So that we each claim the bounty. But then there's one person left. They Unless we Benny. all turn turn each other at the same time. Turn we, each other. I'll just turn you over while we'd you have sleep. To, we'd have to interlink arms. And just turn in the triangle, walking through the doors. And then be like, I'm giving Robbie, and Robbie's like, well, I'm handing in James, and James is like, well, I'm handing in Jordan. And then we all get the money, and then we all go to prison for life. <laughs> that just strikes me as the, the bounty on your head equivalent of your boss saying you're fired and you say yeah well I quit (laughs) (laughs) and on that note let's quit let's quit
Let's retire. James, do you want to do the final word of the show? Yeah. Platypus. 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 Platypus.